greatness, your GPS to excellence. Here's your host, J.J. White. Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Great People Show. I'm your host, J.J. White, and he's back in The Great People Studio. Good to see you again. Morning. Muncie. Good to be here. How are you doing, buddy? I'm good. What's going on? Oh, not much. Just uh, got through the holidays. And yeah. Sorry I couldn't make it last week. Delayed by uh, by a late flight. Yeah. We, we were waiting on you. I know. I know. But... It was my first time alone in the studio. If you don't count Tracy. I mean, we got to count Tracy. Oh, always count but she's Tracy. a producer, so we really couldn't do it without Tracy. Right. So, but she, you know, she, she bounced some things off with me, but it was weird not having... Like, I didn't even have the camera on that seat. It was yeah. like all me. I, was, I didn't know what to do. All about you. I, I didn't know what to Here, I was starting a new year, 2019, and it was just kind of quiet and lonely yeah. in here. So well, I'm glad bad. to have you back. I felt bad. Good to be here. I haven't seen you. I haven't seen you this year. No, I haven't. <laughs> me neither. That's true. I hadn't even thought about do that. Do you have big goals for the year? I do. Huge goals. We didn't We didn't have you for our, our second annual goal-setting show. Yeah. So I don't know what your goals are. Yeah, well. Uh, no, a lot going on, and uh, I think 2019 going to be a big year of, of change, yeah. uh, positive change in uh, in my life, and you know, I have some things to announce down the road here. But okay. uh, but no, things are uh, things are good. Off to a good start. Yeah, you didn't get your you didn't join the Air Force and get your air air pilot license, did you? I know you already have a pilot's license, right. but no, right. you, no. you you've got to kick it up a notch. No, so not not joining. No F-15s. No F-15s. I wish. Um, I guess we're getting old for that. We are yeah. too old. I don't even think I qualify anymore. Yeah, I don't, but yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, and it's a shame that I missed the show last week because I had so many things I wanted to ask you about, and and we're not going to rehash uh, it all. But I was thinking just this morning on the drive in how a year ago or year and a week ago, yep. we were talking about how one of your big 2018 goals was your that this that special day planner that you yeah, that you had, yeah. and I was curious. I was going to ask you last week. You know how that all worked out for you? Oh man, uh, I talked about it a little bit okay. last week, not a lot, but it was absolutely transformational for my year. Like yeah. I, I was able to do things that I did not uh, think I could get done in previous years. Mm-hmm. And the one lesson that I've, the one lesson that I've learned by using that process and just using a process, James, of staying focused, staying committed, is how hard work it is. Like yeah. it, this in, in today's show, we're we're going to be talking about drifting in life, mm. which is to me the complete antithesis of planning, and focusing, and goal setting, and living an intentional life. Like you probably couldn't live less of an intentional life if you just drift and coast. True. And I would say last year was hard because it required so much attention. It was the first year of my life. That I didn't just say, you know, I'll just keep kind of doing what I'm doing a little bit better. Mm -hmm. And -hmm. I think our natural state, my natural state, isn't necessarily go, 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 focus, 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 write things down. Um, It can be exhausting but exhilarating at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, and I've always been the same. I'm a lot more – I find I do better sort of flying by the seat of my pants Mm -hmm. than than planning. I mean, it's you and I have talked before about even the show here. You and I, we have have tried, like, basically scripting this entire show. (laughs) Yeah. And those have not been our best episodes. And Mm -hmm. you and I do much better. We're we're very similar in that way. We, you know, we have some notes here that Mm -hmm. we use to reference, but – you know, we don't plan. Heck, we don't even talk about the show during the breaks. No, you know, we we just find it's better. We have we have a better mesh that way. I think there's a there's a lesson there. I think that uh, while I am all about planning and 
sketching and things of that nature that we have so much inside of us that we don't rely on Mm -hmm. that it never gets used because we feel like we have to have all these safety nets around us. And what you just described was sometimes you just got to take the safety nets off and let, let your best be your best. That's right. Because if not, you are probably going to plan for second or third best. Mm -hmm. Whatever we would write or say we want to do here don't you just pigeonhole yourself in a way? You just bottle it in. Well, you do, and when, whenever you're you're in the media, whether it's you know we have video audio by some with some of our listeners right now. However, you're listening, there's emotion that I think you better put in when when it when everything is coming from the heart instead of something Good coming point. from a piece of paper. Even if what, what you wrote down was from the heart, it's not the same if you're sitting here reading a script. It's a safety net. Yeah, I, this, totally. the, the script, the the whatever. I mean, whatever you place around you to help yourself get through something is a total safety net, and your brain is always going to go kind of towards that. It is, and and let's face it, some of the most successful people in radio, whether you're you know talking about a, a, whether you like them or not, Rush Limbaugh or or mm-hmm. Beck or Hannity or or Laura Ingram or any of those people, I mean, they you know they're not reading off a script no. at all. They're they're driving. It's emotion, baby. I mean, that's what that's what makes them so uh, so exciting that's to right. listen to. Well, it's like that with storytelling anywhere in life. You're going to pay attention and 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 be attracted to something or somebody that is being them them their true self. Yep. Um. So today today's topic is very much tied into what what we're talking about now is is drifting. So, James, from your perspective, what is drifting through life? Man, I've been there multiple times. As a matter of fact. You know, drifting through life is just drifting through life is letting life happen to you mm-hmm. instead of you driving your life. To me, I mean, I think that's the best summary. I mean, I could talk about it for an hour. In fact, we're going to do that today. But uh, <laughs> but but it's, it's in the right place. Yeah, but it's 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 simply just going with it's drifting. You know, when you drift in a boat, no motor, no oars. You're just sitting there, and you're letting the waters take you wherever they're going to take you. Mm-hmm. When you're drifting in life, you're just letting the waters of life take you wherever they're going to take you. And it, tailgating off of that analogy, I often say it's like throwing up your sail and letting the winds of life blow you wherever it wants you to go. Definitely. And uh, I would say it's better to have a sail than to not have a sail, but it's deceptive. A lot of us think that our... Our decisions, our plans, our goals is the sale. Like, I just need to create the sale, and then I will sit back, and I will just let life take me wherever life is supposed to take me. And on the opposite of that, you've got people that try to control so many things, almost like blowing into your own sale to make so many decisions where you're going, you're fighting life. Absolutely. And then listen, a, a, a sail doesn't do anything but catch the wind, buddy. If you don't have mm-hmm. a rudder, that boat ain't going where you want oh, it to. Oh, so today we need to talk about the rudder. We do. I did not realize that. Yeah. I didn't put that in the notes. That's okay. God, see, see there, it's amazing God. what comes up right. when you don't write things down. That's right. I did write down aimlessly coasting. Mm-hmm. And you can still be coasting with aim. Definitely. But how are you going to get there? And if you're, And if you're bringing people along with you, because we can't really do anything by ourselves in life. How how much confidence are we giving people when they notice that we're just drifting through life? Not not very much at all. No. In fact, a lot a lot of people who are drifting, I know in 
periods of my life where I have done this, I've known that I'm drifting. Mm. And a lot of your time is often spent trying to cover that up so that other people can't tell that that's, that's what you're doing. That's a good point. That's a good point because some people do put on a really good show mm-hmm. about having their act together. They post a lot of things on social media that make it seem like, oh wow, they, they yeah. must really they must really have their act together and they, they know what they're doing and they have all these goals and they're, and they're successful. Um, sometimes those folks are drifting too Definitely. and they're using that as, as a cover-up. So today we're talking about drifting, possibly taking a path of minimal effort and minimal risk is a good way to, to, to put that. Path of least resistance, which all, isn't always a bad thing in life, but you have to be very careful because, as Yogi Berra said, if you don't know where you're going, you're always going to get there. Mm-hmm. And that's not what we're about here on the show. We are going to take a quick break, so don't go away. You're listening to The Great People Show. The Great People Show will be right back. Call into the show at 804-454-1366. Before the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People was the Dale Carnegie course. Now, after 104 years, over 8 million people experience Dale Carnegie courses. People like Warren Buffett and Ronald Reagan. The Dale Carnegie Experience uses proven techniques to permanently unlock the potential of top talent, making individuals into inspiring leaders and groups into high-performing teams while reducing the financial and emotional costs of employee turnover. For more information, visit DaleCarnegieRichmond.com. That's DaleCarnegieRichmond.com. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just got invited to the prom. Do you A, meet her date? I need to see your past date report cards, your driver's license, a list of references, and this hair sample. B, help her pick out a dress. (gasps) Don't you just love the long sleeves and turtleneck on this pantsuit? Ugh. C, attend the prom undercover. Mom, what are you doing here? I'm not mom. I'm Calvin, the new kid at school. Or D, capture her big moment. Uh, Let's take a photo of you two. I'm in the middle. When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers. But that's okay, because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Hey, Fred, what are you doing? Just fixing up some furniture. I think this wrench will do it. Oh, that's a hammer, Fred. I probably will need this plane, too. Fred, that's a rock. Fred doesn't know what he's doing, but Jason and his crew at Weathersby Guild do. They even come to you and do all work on site. Think your furniture can't be fixed? Check out Jason's work. Just Google Furniture Repair Richmond or visit WeathersbyGuildRichmond.com. Now back to The Great People Show live. Call into the studio at 804-454-1366. That's 804-454-1366. So I did jot down a few notes on what I consider to be drifting, um, only doing things that come easy. Mm -hmm. Um, you, You mentioned this at the top of the show, allowing life to happen to you instead of for you and and as we are always broadcast on Facebook Live, Chris Jones made a comment that he left his career in a Fortune 500 company, in his words, that his career was happening to him rather than him happening to his career. 
So I wonder what part of this, the victim mentality starts to take over. Whenever you start to feel like things are happening to you, you just kind of give up and start to drift. Um, and here's a question because we did have a really great comment on our research. The research question this week was, uh, what causes you to drift in life? And Tamara, who I actually went to high school with, had commented on this post that she does it intentionally, that she allows herself to um, daydream mm-hmm. and kind of escape. It's almost like an escapism to let her mind go free and things of this nature. It was actually a, a fantastic comment. So my question is, is daydreaming and drifting kind of the same thing, and, and is it okay? Well, if you are if you are intentionally drifting through life that's mm, not intentionally drifting yeah if you're intentionally drifting through life then then to me that's fine i mean it's not my choice it's not really what we it's not really what we we push on this show mm-hmm. but the whole i mean what we're talking about today jj is is again it's when it's when you allow life happen to uh, allow life to happen to you without your influence over it, and I'm assuming that's not the way that you want it to be. Mm-hmm. If you're letting life happen to you and that's your dream, well, then more power to you, man. Go go for it. Um, most of us, the vast majority of people, that's not what they that's not what they want. But when you get into a stage. Very few people drift through their entire life. There are certainly people that do that. But mm-hmm. most of us, it comes in phases. And I think the people usually know when they're in one of those phases. And it could be related to your career. It could be related to your family. It could be related, related to any number of things that sort of sets you down a bad path. It's kind of like when, when – and this has happened to, to me too. You know, It's kind of like when you start – Gaining weight, and you know, you turn around, and it's been oh, it's been twelve months, and you look in the mirror, and holy cow, I've gained, you know, <laughs> I drifted, yeah, I drifted, my belly drifted, <laughs> and and I'm not, you know, that's a good analogy. I wasn't even trying to relate that to drifting. <laughs> look at that. Other than the fact that when so when that happens, we know that we need to change that behavior, right? We yeah. know we have to change our eating habits, our exercise habits, etc. But it's easier said than done. When we get into a phase in our life that we are drifting, most of us recognize that that's what's happening. But mm-hmm. a lot of the time, it's easier to just let it keep happening than work to make that intentional change to stop. Can't it be seductive to yes. live like that? Um, to, to your point that there's some people that live an intentionally drifting life, that they have a spirit of adventure that uh, they see it as not abiding by life rules or not being normal, not following the normal blueprint of life of, hey, you know, I'm just going to throw it all up to the universe. Right. I hear that often. Yeah, I'm just going to throw it all up to the universe and kind of see what happens. And it's stimulating. It, it, it's seductive. It, it is. But, you know, it's one thing, I think, if you're a 20-year-old a, a that doesn't have, you know, any – family or kids or obligations to do that. It's another for you or I to do that who have, you know, a wife, kids, mortgage, you Mm -hmm. know, all sorts of obligations. And again, I don't want to relate it too heavily to your career, but honestly, that's usually what we're referring to when we're talking about this. Um, You know, I mean, I can't just, I'd love to just get in my RV and just drift for the next two years. I would love to drift all around the country. I'd love to do that. That's not reality. That's not, that's not what I should be doing. And when you're drifting in 
a family or a boss, it, you become a leader of drifters. Yeah. Pe- people start to follow that, that drift because they, they rely on you. Yep. We, we've said over and over that this show is about uh, serving other people. It's not about just making yourself better. It's how do you make the people around you better. Right. And if you are drifting too much in your your life, career, wherever, and people are following you around, uh, that's a tremendous impact on them mm-hmm. because they have confidence in you. They, they, they trust you. They believe that you're headed down the right path. And if uh, uh, some of this is caused by uh, pressure, stress, sometimes people just give up. Yep. And it's like, you know what? I'm just going to let this thing kind of happen to me. My word this year is obedience. So I, I could easily drift this year and just do what the what God and other people kind of lead me to do. And that's a plan. Yeah. That, that's a that's a pathway. But this is not about just total surrender and putting your your sail up and kicking back and say, well, we'll just kind of see what happens next. I I sometimes drift through very specific situations knowing that if I control it too much, it's probably not going to get to where I would want it to go. So I kind of let something go and just let the situation kind of manifest itself. That's a form of drifting, but I'm not so disconnected from it that I have no control over it. Right. I think that's where, where drifting gets a lot of people in trouble. And it was interesting because you brought up the whole spouse and family thing. Uh, what, are, what are people drifting from? How do we self-identify? that we could be drifting. Well, the first one we mentioned, um, you could look down and see your belly has drifted outward a little bit more. Mm-hmm. That's your, your nutrition, your eating habits. That, that Oreo is not going to do that much damage. The next Oreo the next day is not going to do that much damage. Well, 35 Oreos in 35 days is going to make your belly drift a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's It's the small things that make us drift. Um, be, last week, we talked about 2019 goals. We are going to drift away from our goals if we don't have some sort of plan to make sure that we sp- we're paying attention to those goals every single day. Yeah. And you wonder, well, you know, I got to make it to the end of the year, and that kind of fizzled out in March. You drifted away from it. People drift. In fact, if you Google, why do people drift, or uh, why am I drifting through life, or whatever, anything with the word drifting, you're going to get two things. You're going to see a bunch of cars spinning out in curves, because that's drifting, the sport of drifting. And you're going to see article after article after article of people trying to answer the question, why do people drift away from each other? Yeah, and and all these questions, to me, it comes back, a big word here is engagement. Are you engaged? You know, all of you that are listening to this as you are at work today, whatever that is, are you simply at work? Are you just there or are you present? Mm-hmm. Are you are you are you engaged in what you're doing in your marriage with your children? Are you getting home in the evening and are you flipping on the TV and zoning out and going to bed and waking up and going to work the next day? Or are you engaged? Mm-hmm. Are you getting home and working to maintain your marriage, to grow your relationship with your children? Um, I, I mean, that to me is 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 the, the difference. Yeah. And there are days that you do. You just got to go home and drift. I, I've had I've had a tough day. I, you know what? I'm going to get home tonight, honey. I'm, I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to lock myself, you know, in 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 the room, and I'm, I'm going to watch TV and zone out. 
We all need days and like see, that. I would call that unplugging. I don't know if I'd call that drifting. But if you do it consistently, if that becomes your life, mm-hmm. then then it's not okay anymore. And that's where just like that Oreo, yep. it's okay to have an Oreo every couple days, right? Not no big deal. But when you start when you start binging on them, not going to be the good. habit of drifting. That's right, and it's easy to fall into that habit. It's easy to go home and flip on the TV and zone mm-hmm. out. That's easy. It's easy to show up at work if you have a boss that'll let you do this and do the bare minimum and not really be engaged and just be there and collect a paycheck. Mm-hmm. You're drifting. Mm-hmm. You're drifting. It's not going to help you reach those goals that you were talking about last week. It's not going to get you there. Yeah, and um, that it, it impacts your family. It impacts your spouse. It impacts your career. All these things, because I don't think you just drift in one area of your life and you're completely engaged in the other. Uh, mm. you're, you're, you're either a drifter drifting or you're not. Yep. Uh, Teresa just put something very interesting on, on our Facebook live feed. Drifting, surrender, and roaming all have different connotations. I think we need to be very careful about um, what our intention is with certain things. Mm-hmm. I, I will certainly surrender. I will certainly be obedient, but I never want to find myself drifting. I will daydream. I, I will think about things, but usually it's all in terms of vision, of goals, of think, gosh, if it could just be this. Like I, I and you may want to call it drifting. I think about what, what this show would be like if we were on 1,500 radio stations. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like that. It's daydreaming. It's It's maybe kind of fantasizing, but it's all in relationship to a written goal that I have yep. about what I want to accomplish in life. These are all very, very different things. At the end of the day, the the description of drifting that we're talking about is creating a sense of helplessness in your life. Mm-hmm. Like you are creating a sense of helplessness in your own life that you really don't know how to reach out and grab something that in order for you to have it, it literally has to be put into a package, tied up with a bow, and handed to you. That people need to do things for you. They need to give you things in order for them, for you to have it. And I don't mean physical things, tangible things. I could mean a new behavior that you want or a, a level of happiness that you expect. I just don't believe that anybody can just literally drift through life and have all these things. I just don't think it's physically possible. I don't think... Lady Luck is that good. Yeah. No, it's it's not. And I think to most people, even if Lady Luck was that good to you, you're probably not going to be happy and fulfilled. Yeah. I'm sure there's there's a few people out there that that would be the case, but but you're probably not going to be you're probably not going to be happy. No. No, not at all. Um this, a, a driver of this James, I believe, is that people feel like that they're living in an unfair world mm-hmm. that uh, life life isn't treating me right. Yeah. Yep. And if you ever have those kind of thoughts, if you ever try to blame the world or if you notice you have some self-limiting beliefs about the world and gosh, let's not get into politics. But if you start to blame anything on the economy or the politicians, you're probably drifting in life. Um, Today we're talking about drifting, folks. Don't drift too far away. You're listening to The Great People Show. The Great People Show will be right back. Call into the show at 804-454-1366. 
With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Working to rally support for a border wall, President Trump today will visit the border town of McAllen, Texas. Meanwhile, the latest meeting between the president and congressional Democratic leaders ended abruptly with plenty of finger pointing from both sides. The nation's food inspection system has been impacted by the partial government shutdown now in day 20. However, dozens of furloughed workers are expected to be brought back to work soon. Senator Lindsey Graham, newly elected chair of the Senate Judiciary Committee, says Attorney General nominee William Barr has expressed confidence in Special Counsel Robert Mueller and will allow Mueller to complete his Russia investigation. Wall Street stocks opening lower this morning, just after this morning's opening bell. The Dow down about 115 points, and the S&P is off 15 points. More details at srnnews.com. Pat Boone here again for Relief Factor, the company that's helping thousands of people, just like my wife Shirley and me, deal with all kinds of occasional aches and pains. For years, Shirley struggled with her neck and her shoulder pain kept her from sleeping through the night. A lot of people, just like Shirley, struggle with aches and pains due to aging or exercise. Why don't you order the three-week quick start? It's now only $19.95, and let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. Are you a responsible person who finds yourself growing deeper in credit card debt? Then get ready for a toll-free number that will put you on a path to financial recovery. Trinity Debt Management will consolidate your accounts and work with your creditors. You'll save thousands and become debt-free for keeps. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. John Frederick. This is what these weasels that are trying to bring him down cannot grasp. The guy ran a business. They don't run businesses. They've never signed the front of a paycheck in their life. They don't have to grow their business or die. They sign the back of checks. They get wires into their account on the 1st and the 15th of the month from you. That's how they get paid. The John Frederick Show. Weekday morning, 6 to 10 on WNTW AM 820 and 97.7 FM. They just get paid by you to eliminate your vote. That's what they're doing. Need a break from the sound bites and the talking heads? Do you want information you can actually use? Information that'll change your life for the better? Then listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will show you how to retire in two to five years. Your age doesn't matter. Turn off the pundits and turn on the passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Show weekdays from noon to one right here on WNTW 820 The Answer. Richmond's choice for conservative talk. Now back to The Great People Show live. Call into the studio at 804-454-1366. That's 804-454-1366. So there are a lot of causes to drifting. It's not just this whole reactive thing. I think some people have a lot of drivers in their life that causes them to drift. Uh, Some people are naturally lazy. Yep. It just feels it just physically feels comfortable to to drift. Yep. Um, there's also this this theory that what you have isn't good enough. There's always a bigger, better deal out there somewhere. So when you get complacent with what you have or unhappy with what you have, you tend to just kind of wait for the next thing to show up. And I, I believe just waiting for something to happen for you turns into a habit, and then all of a sudden you're just drifting because you think there's something better out there. So sort of grass is always greener complex. N- knowing. Or believing that the grass is going to get greener 
and then nothing ever shows up. And then you just find out a year later, 10 years later, it's like, well, crap, I haven't really done anything with my life yeah. because you thought something was just going to happen for you. Uh, there's also a lot of changes in people's environments. If you get around less driven people, right? I've seen this inside of organizations. Uh, I've seen this inside of marriages that if, if that someone can drag someone else down. That's a great point. That, yep. I'm I'm reading a fantastic book, which actually this topic is is a huge part of this book. It's called Outwitting the Devil mm-hmm. from Napoleon Hill. Oh. Uh, of all of all, have you ever read this book? I have not. Oh man, great book. He actually it's it's written in the form of an interview right. that Napoleon Hill does with the devil to kind of find <laughs> out what his tricks are, and it's a fascinating point of view on why we end up doing and not doing and being things that we're not that we don't want to be addiction anything else it's just it's a fascinating point of view on the influence that we allow happen on our life and um so i actually made this this list so in the book the devil lists the 10 things that you can do to protect yourself from drifting so folks so we we've got we've got the outline from the enemy here I mean, on how to overcome this drifting thing. Satan himself. Satan himself has sent <laughs> sent uh-huh. the how to to Napoleon Hill. To Napoleon through Napoleon Hill to us, to you, on how to overcome this problem. This sounds and so we're, wrong. We're not we're not gonna go through all ten, I don't think. It's yeah. it's quite the extensive list, but number number one is do your own thinking on all occasions. And man, I don't think I could have said this any better. That when you drift it's because you're letting other people do the thinking for you. You're letting life do the thinking for you. Yeah, I think a lot of the time that's true. You are living in a reactive state where someone tells you what you should feel. Someone tells you, and when I say someone, it doesn't have a to be a specific person. It could be the world. You get on Facebook long enough, the world will tell you what political point of view you should have. Yes, Facebook tells me that every, every day. Every thing around you is geared whether it be intentional or unintentional to tell you exactly what you should think exactly what you should feel and exactly what you should do when was the last time that you really threw away the chains of prejudice and thought freely about something or someone in your life or yourself in your life very few people are able to do that 100% are close to it, but I know some people who are like that, and they are some of the most successful people who I know. Yep. So statistically, the devil in this book says only 2% of the population can can do this. And by the way, he claims to have the other 98% in his back pocket because of this one thing. He's a rascal. He's good. Yeah. He's effective. I shouldn't say he's good. He's effective. Yeah. He's effective. Um, So... I really like so as we're kind of pulling out some of these. One, yeah, 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 yeah. One that I really like is analyze temporary defeat, mm. no matter what the nature, no matter what nature or cause, and extract from it the seed of an equivalent advantage. Yes, yes. I love that. You know, because we all get defeated. I've been defeated a lot in the last twelve months. We've all been defeated a lot, and again, this is often the catalyst mm-hmm. to entering a phase of, of drifting in in your life. 
and the ability the ability to stop analyze it extract the advantage that you can gain from the lesson learned or mm-hmm. from the experience that happened or whatnot and then to turn back around I, I mean the ability to do that is so important and I have failed in being able to do that plenty of yep. times in my life and it's easier said than done but it's huge you have to have so many mechanisms set up to protect yourself from that because the natural state uh it, which is number seven on this list recognize the truth that fear is generally a filler that occupies the unused portion of your mind mm-hmm. think about it folks when you stop thinking when you just are disengaged from something what is the immediate things that tend to rush into your head? It's usually something based in fear. Yep. Our, our brain just goes to these things that we're scared of the most. And that becomes a driving force. That causes drifting in life. And, and this one, which to me is one of the more things that we do have absolute control over, is time. Mm. That's number six on this list. Budget your time so none of it None of it is wasted. And that's a really difficult thing for some people to do because a lot of people like to relax so much. And I'm all about that, man. I'm all about R&R and those kind of things. But we tend to take too much unintentional time to relax and be lazy, and that causes drifting. Yes. And and I will tell you right now, in my in my opinion, the most the most undervalued currency that we have in this world is time. Hmm. Time is hands down the most valuable thing that we have. It's the only thing that we have that is absolutely finite and limited. You can always find ways to make more money. You can always find ways to make more of a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Time time is something we have 24 hours Mm -hmm. in a day. We have so many lives in our years. We don't know how many of those how much of that time is going to be spent healthy or not healthy and you know if if we all if people really stopped especially if you're drifting and you thought about how value how valuable the time that you are spending drifting through your life is and, and you really stopped and absorbed that might help motivate you to get on the horse a little the, more the the loss that we have investing our time in the wrong ways is not only enormous, but it's um, – I, I can't even think of a bigger word right now. I mean, it, it is eternal. Yeah, There are eternal losses to this. One of my goals I talked about last week was I am now restricting myself to 30 minutes a day on Facebook. And I don't even want to get into what it was before I set this goal for 2019 because with the new iOS that came out, you can now – with its screen time, you can see how many minutes per day, how many minutes per week you're spending on each app. Can you? Re- I haven't seen that. Oh, James. Well, then you can set a limit on it so that it actually shuts. So I set mine with 30 minutes, and, and it, so my Facebook shuts down. Now, you can override it. I have a friend that he he did that but was overriding it so much, <laughs> he had his wife use the parental lock with a passcode so he couldn't override it. He was forced to abide by that self-rule that he had, and the only way he could do it was put his wife in charge of the four-digit passcode that you can set as a parental lock on that app after wow. after 
some after so much time. Yeah. And if you don't, if you, Drucker said, if you can't measure it, you can't manage it. When you realize how much time you waste in meaningless stuff, you will immediately start to realize and know, wow, I am absolutely drifting in my life. And th- this, this, we mentioned earlier, this is seductive, meaning you're not realizing how much this is actually happening to you right now. Well, maybe not right now because you're listening to the Great People Show and this is a wise investment of your time. But normally, <laughs> right. how this happens to you so often. So we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about seven signs you're drifting through life and how to stop this thing. Don't go away. You're listening to The Great People Show. The Great People Show will be right back. Call into the show at 804-454-1366. Man, do I love card night. You ready, boys? You got a king? Go fish that! Oh, come on! (laughs) This is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. yourself or you can call NR Hayes Lawn Care 804-357-3669. Commercial and residential grounds maintenance, mowing and trimming, flower, tree and shrub planting, snow removal, bush hogging and more. Because your time is valuable, call NR Hayes Lawn Care at 804-357-3669. Hey Fred, what are you doing? Just fixing up some furniture. I think this wrench will do it. Oh, that's a hammer, Fred. I probably will need this plane, too. Fred, that's a rock. Fred doesn't know what he's doing, but Jason and his crew at Weathersby Guild do. They even come to you and do all work on site. Think your furniture can't be fixed? Check out Jason's work. Just Google Furniture Repair Richmond or visit weathersbyguildrichmond.com. Before the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People was the Dale Carnegie course. Now, after 104 years, over 8 million people experience Dale Carnegie courses. People like Warren Buffett and Ronald Reagan. The Dale Carnegie Experience uses proven techniques to permanently unlock the potential of top talent, making individuals into inspiring leaders and groups into high-performing teams, while reducing the financial and emotional costs of employee turnover. For more information, visit DaleCarnegieRichmond.com. That's DaleCarnegieRichmond.com. Now back to The Great People Show live. Call into the studio at 804-454-1366. That's 804-454-1366. So seven signs you're just drifting through life. This is a litmus test. This comes from CoachLippy.com. Don't have any idea who Lippy is, but it was a great list. It, it's a great list. I, I do have issue with some of these. I'm oh, gonna let's talk let about you know it. about. I don't know, well, I don't know if we'll go through all of them, so yeah. we'll make sure we pick out the ones that you have an issue with. Uh, so, a sign that you're just drifting through life. You don't know what you want. I literally last week we had a caller talking about the goals, and she said, "I just don't know what I want." So we didn't get into drifting, but it was pretty clear that she was struggling with drifting. She was verbally exclaiming, "I just don't know what I want in life." 
This is probably the biggest thing that I totally disagree with. Really? Yeah. Why? I mean, I think it depends on the context you're ta- that you're taking it in. I'm 39 years old. I've had a great, amazing, very fulfilling life thus far. Yeah. I don't know what the heck I want. But I disagree with that. I know you well enough to know you know exactly what you want. Yeah. You always go after and get it. I know what I want. Yeah, but like long term, like what do I really want? I mean, I want, I want, I want an amazing family. I want a fulfilling career, which I've certainly drifting. had. You're not a drifter. No, but I guess my point is to somebody listening out there who thinks I don't really know what I want to, you know, in a career. I don't know what I want to do with my career. I don't. Want, I, I don't. I've reinvented my just like you have, JJ. I've re- reinvented myself. Many times in my life, because and largely because I don't know exactly what I want to do, and each experience has compiled itself onto the last and made for you know for me to be more successful in career and in in my financial gains and and in everything, it has led me down an incredible path. So I don't even regret it. But my point is, I don't want somebody who's listening and thinking, and, and, and this is James's opinion, who's who's listening to us right now, thinking I don't really know what I want in yeah. life. I don't either. Um, maybe you maybe you know what you want, but you haven't actually recognized it fully yet. Maybe not. Because there must be a lot of things going through your head for you to make all those reinventions that do tie into to something you want, but you're not fully comprehending it yet. Yeah, well, I mean, because we're all on a quest. Again, we're on a quest to be great people. We're all on a quest to find that ultimate fulfillment in life. We're all and and so I've engaged myself in different things, all of which or most vast majority of which have been really have been really great. Mm-hmm. And it's led to something else. And it's been like, oh, well, maybe maybe this is going to be an even better opportunity. And in most cases, it has been. But, you know, versus this is when I look at somebody like let's take a a, a, a surgeon. OK, yep. so a surgeon has been in medical, you know, went to college, did pre-med, most of them, then went to went to medical school, did four years of medical school, and they've got this blueprint that they're following and what they want is to be a great surgeon. Yeah. I some part of me honestly gets very jealous of sure. people like that. Not not doctors necessarily, but just people who have a very clear path yep. that they want to that they know they want to follow through life. I've never had that. And it it's just the way I am. But my point is, just because I haven't known exactly what I wanted, yeah. it doesn't mean you're drifting necessarily. It definitely makes it easier for different people. Like a, a, if you're in medicine, law, uh, computer science, you know, there's very there's a lot of structure to things in society that dictate if you do want that, you're going to have to spend many years and follow this path to go through it. Um, so I see what you're saying, and well, which leads us to number two. Another sign that you're just drifting through life is you don't have a plan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, number three, you just wait for what comes next. Yeah, that's a big, that's one. drifting. That's a big one. That's drifting. Yes. Uh, you're bored and unmotivated. So if that is uh, a problem for you, if, if that's something that is tugging at you, that's good because that means you've been drifting in, in something inside you doesn't want to drift anymore. You've lost touch with yourself. That's mm. number five. Number six, you rely too much on other people. This goes back to something we said earlier where you're just waiting for people to tell you what to do. You're waiting for people to give you direction. Um, you're just a yes person. Yep. Most likely you're drifting through life. Yep. And number seven, which does does maybe get a little airy-fairy here, you're not taking enough meaningful action and spending enough purposeful time. I think this goes back to planning because that means you're not setting that 
quadrant two time away. The quadrant two is is the tyranny, the urgent, where it's uh, it's not urgent, but it's important. Yeah. And if and if you're always living in that urgent in an important state, or worse, urgent and unimportant stage, mm-hmm. it's very easy day to day to get caught up in not feeling like you've accomplished much in your life and to have that nagging feeling of, of drifting. So if, if these if one of these or a few of these things are identifiable in your life, then you're probably drifting. So the next question is, how do we stop it? Well, the first place that I would recommend, and this actually I think would apply to you with what you're saying. I don't know, James, it's that you don't know what you want out of life or to that statement, you don't know what you want. It's wh- why? Mm-hmm. You know, why are you here? What what are what are your what are your gifts? So the number one thing is find find your why, which is tied into what you're really good at, what gets you really excited to do, and how do you go do that? We we've had a whole show on this before. We have. You don't have to get stuck in having to get paid for these things. Right. A lot of times we feel like we need to tie that into our vocation, and and you're a great example of that you give a tremendous amount of time to the fire service. Yeah. That's not part of your 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 vocation, it's avocational for you. Yes. But from the time you put in, it could easily be a vocation. It's mm-hmm. just not what puts food on your table. You're, you're doing it, but you have a gift for it. You're passionate about it. You're a clear leader in it. And that turns into a big part of your why. Yeah. That, yeah. I, I would imagine that alone in your life keeps you from ever feeling like you're drifting. Because if you're going to do that, man, talk it about does. purpose. Yeah. yeah I, th- I think that's, I think with the time left, I'll, I'll say yes. By and large, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number two, and this is really important, is to write down a vision. Yeah. Those of you listening right now, do you have a written vision? When was the last time you wrote it down? And when I'm in front of, I'm going to be in front of about 30 people this afternoon doing a workshop. I guarantee if I ask them that question, who here has a written vision? I won't see one hand go no. up. I... Knowing the group and just typically what I see, won't see one hand go up. Mm. And why is that? So important. Well, when you have something in front of you that you have written down saying you're going to do, and I'm also, I'm not an advocate of sharing your vision and your goals with people. And science has shown that if you communicate your vision and goal to too many people, your mind starts to play tricks on you to believe that you've actually already accomplished it because you've communicated it so much. But there's something very powerful about writing something down and having it in front of you to remind you that. This is what I want. You may have heard of, uh, I think they call it a vision board, where you just kind of take a little two-by-four piece of cork or something, and you put pictures of it of what you want. I, I've never done that, but I have a written vision. I've written down exactly what I want to get out of life. Mm-hmm. Well, when you do that, it's very hard to drift. And if you do start to drift, you know real quick when you're drifting. Um, here's another important one for me. should be important for you. Set goals that penetrate into each day. And... When I say each day is sometimes our, our goals and our desires get so big that they don't translate into anything we're doing every minute, every hour, every day. It's kind of like the eating thing, right? That Oreo doesn't immediately translate into being 20 or 30 pounds overweight. But every single day when you do that, you will end up 20 or 30 pounds overweight. It, it's So the inverse is true. Totally. And – as we do this and as you turn this stuff around, take it in little bites. I mean, speaking about food, taking it in little <laughs> bites. If you are drifting in your career, if you're drifting in your job, 
You know what? Start by taking a few hours this afternoon or an hour or 30 minutes this afternoon and clean your office, clean your workspace mm-hmm. and and get a fresh physical start. And if 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 you're struggling, if you're drifting in your marriage, you know, start by taking your your significant other out on a date this weekend. Disrupt it. Start with small things. You don't have to you don't have to go crazy from day one. But if you make a little bit more of a step and you write this down and you have these set goals, don't don't set the goal that I'm going to turn my career around in a day. Make it something that's attainable that will make you hunger for more. Have an appetizer. Um, you know, you, 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 you take you take your wife out on a date because you know you haven't been out together in in six months or twelve months or or worse. You know, you're going to do that and and you're going to want to do it more. Uh, and maybe that maybe, maybe that leads to eventually, hey, we're going to go on a date once a week, and then maybe that leads to, hey, we need to get send the kids to the grandparents. We need to take a week somewhere in the tropics together. Um, start with the little things, mm-hmm. and not only. Should you start with the little things to get that back on track? If you find yourself drifting, because we had a comment on, on Facebook that says, I was a drifter once. It was the best time of my life. It allowed me to find the focus I needed in my life. Mm-hmm. That If you do catch yourself drifting, what can I get from this? Mm-hmm. What, what, what lesson can I pull from the fact that I have now allowed myself to get here? I've, I've had a lot of fun. I did a lot of things. But that time in my life needs to come to an end. Mm-hmm. I need to get serious, not about what I want. I think that's a that's a trap that we fall into. And we say, I need to get serious about what I want. The, the, the statement is, I need to get serious about what I'm supposed to do here for other people. Yeah. That's what this show is about, and that's what your focus should be about. Here's another big important step is to analyze your time and budget your time wisely. We said that earlier, is to take – Take inventory of how you're spending your time. If you, if you, it's like a rocking chair. If you feel real busy, but you're not getting anywhere, you still might be drifting. Just because you're spending time doesn't right. mean you're not drifting. This drifting doesn't mean laying around and being lazy. Drifting could just be not implementing your gifts enough in your day to make enough of an impact in other people that's going to help you reach your goals. You just might be caught up in a bunch of busy work. Uh, number five, and this has been my saying probably for the last month or so, and I've just been sharing with a lot of people and harping on it. What you think controls what you feel, controls what you do, controls who you are and what you have. We have to start with how we think. Thinking is going to drive that emotion. That emotion is going to drive our actions. That Our actions are what's going to eliminate this whole drifting thing for happening to us. You're not going to think your way out of drifting unless you connect all those dots together. And I want to I want to wrap up today's show going back to what Napoleon Hill, well he didn't say it, the devil said it in his book, Outwitting right. the Devil. This was number 9 on the list. Recognize that life is a cruel taskmaster and that either you master it or it masters you. And I remember this Believe it or not, James, I used to lift weights. I know it's hard to believe. But wow. I had a bunch of meathead buddies that always dragged me into the gym. And this is one thing they would always yell. Either you move the weight or it's going to move you. You decide. 
And I think most of you out there right now listening don't make enough decisions enough times a day to make things happen. You let things happen, and you let things happen to you. Today is a day that drifting has to come to an end, kind of like the show is. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's deep. That is uh, that's deep, and and you know he rounds it out. You know, remember that your dominating thoughts attract through a definite law of nature by the shortest and most convenient route mm-hmm. their physical counterpart. Be careful what your thoughts dwell upon. You have absolute and total, complete control over every single thought that you generate. It's not today. easy. It's not easy. Nope. You know, when you say it like that, it just sounds like, oh, well, that I can just snap. It's not easy. No. But each and every one of us does have that ability within us. And, and what makes it so uneasy is the fact if you're 39 or 40 or 20 or 18 or 62, your brain has done so many of the things, same things over and over and over that to disrupt that pattern is going to be very, very painful. But today's the day that you're going to take back control of your mind because that is what's going to send you as a ship leaving a port, just moving at one degree, you'll end up being on another continent. And that's that's where you need to be, and that's where we're going to help you get there. Folks, we really appreciate you being here. Check us out every Thursday morning from 9 to 10, greatpeopleshow.com, Facebook Live. No drifting, folks. No more drifting. See ya. Thanks for joining us. Tune in to The Great People Show again next week, Thursdays, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. There are many, many questions, but the answer is AM 820. WNTW Chester.